0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. And on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out. And that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And if you're seeing more ads on YouTube, you're not alone. Reports are all over the internet about it. But it looks like YouTube is trying a new strat. Instead of 15 or 10 or 30 second ads, once an ad break, it now has 10 unskippable ads. That's right, I said 10 unskippable ads, with each one only five to six seconds long, so the whole thing still rounds out to be 60 seconds. And you remember YouTube has a paid subscription model Hmm. Coincidence with the ad change? I don't think so. But remember when the internet was so upset that YouTube disabled the dislike counter? Yeah. I would say that everyone disliked it, but honestly, I can't tell. And you see, on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another hour of America's largest source for all things digital, their most trusted source. It's called the Kim Commando Show because, after all, I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando. Funny how that works. And you can find us on over 420 top stations from coast to coast. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. Commando. And you can also find us as a podcast, as a webcast, all three hours, commercial-free. Just head over to getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. And a special thank you goes out to our servicemen and women who are listening on the American Forces Network radio. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right. Every single day, I drop by so many different websites, and I read research reports and white papers, and I talk to industry insiders because I want to bring you up to date. And at this part of the show, I like to talk about five things in future tech, things that are going to be happening soon, developments, and it's going to change how you use things or or what you actually buy or don't buy in the future. And we're going to start with electric vehicles, because governments around the world are pushing everyone to buy EVs. But there's a dirty little secret that not too many people are aware of. For example, How long does an EV car's battery last? How long does it last? A Prius battery will last anywhere between eight and 10 years. They say a Tesla battery, if it doesn't break, can last up to 300,000 miles. But I've heard from people with a Prius that they replace their battery every four years, five years. I've also heard to replace a Tesla battery could cost up to $20,000. Wow. So that's why this is huge news in the world of EVs. There's a game-changing new battery. It's been developed by a whole slew of Harvard scientists, and it's made out of lithium metal rather than lithium ion. I'm not going to go into all the nitty-gritty, but the new battery, this is why it's a huge deal, lasts 20 years. Okay, That's fantastic. But listen to this. Listen to this. The big deal is that the battery in an electric car is going to fully charge the car in three minutes. Three minutes, not hours, not three hours, three minutes, three minutes. So they say, speaking of three, we should start seeing these batteries appear in cars in about three years. So when you buy a car three years from now and it has that lithium metal battery on the inside, I want you to think back to this particular moment in time and say, I knew this was coming because I listened to Kim Commando. All right, number two on our list, get ready for an onslaught of email from Amazon. Oh my gosh, this is futures that I don't know if we really want. Because when you buy something from Amazon, you get an email or two that your order has been processed, it's been delivered, and that's pretty much about it. Because Amazon never wanted its sellers to have relationships with customers. Amazon wanted to retain that relationship. Well, it's starting to change because guess what? Amazon isn't making as much money, and it's not trending as high as it has been in the past. Mm, it's kind of flattened out. So they've come up with a new and better idea for its sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, sellers can now email you. They're going to start emailing you. Anything that you buy on Amazon, that seller is going to get your email address. Any specials, new things that they put in the store, other things you might like, pretty much Any type of spam that they want to send you from now on. The marketing floodgates are opening big time. So here's your um, action item. If you have an Amazon account, tied to your primary email address. It's time for you to get a new email address and use that with your Amazon account. Because Amazon is going to start letting everybody email you by the end of this year, early next year. So you have some time. And over on the website at commando.com, we're going to tell you exactly how to get a new email address And how to use maybe your Gmail account and just put a plus sign and say plus Amazon. uh, And also how to change that email address over on Amazon. But here's a little fun fact for you. How much of all online spending in the U.S. is done at Amazon.com? Okay, let me ask you again. What is the percentage of all the online shopping that's done on Amazon that attributes to everything that we buy anywhere online in the United States? Tell you the answer. Amazon captures 37.8% of all online spending. Whoa. Think about that. Almost 40% of all online spending is done on Amazon. It's six times more than its closest competitor, who is, yes, you're right, it's Walmart. That's according to Insider Intelligence. I don't know about Walmart. I'm not saying my local Walmart is bad, but I am going to tell you that uh, it has a local, I mean, police precinct right at the side. Crazy. Uh, Number three on our list, download a movie in a second. That's right. The days the cables for internet are coming to a close. Thank goodness for that. I mean, uh, you know, I've installed Starlink as a backup because Cox goes down a lot. Down this morning. It was down yesterday. They say they're upgrading. Well, they're glad that they're doing it, but I'm thinking maybe they could be upgrading overnight instead of during the business day, but that's just me. Uh, but Starlink is pretty amazing. 110 dollars a month, 600 dollars for the gear. It takes five minutes to set up. This morning, this for I got 65 down, 10 up uh, over at Speedtest.net. Uh, it's not, you know, it's only because it's it's a backup, but we are using it for a lot of things and it does work very well. Now this is changing. Because now your local ISPs are saying, hmm, we better up our game. And so Comcast is rolling out two gig internet, uh, 34 cities across the United States by the end of the year. And what they're saying is that they're going to be rolling this out big time. By 2025, uh, 50 million homes and businesses are going to have two gigs. See, right now, everybody's talking like, oh, yeah, i got to get that one gig line. That's going to be great. Two gigs, right? Two gigs. Uh, Let's see. But now there's also Google Fiber. I don't know if you ever checked that out. They have a two gig plan. uh, Two gig down, one gig up. That's pretty phenomenal. A hundred bucks a month. Whoa. Okay. But here's the downside. Only available in Alabama, California, Georgia, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, North Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Utah. But things are changing. Things are really changing. Uh, There was a secret Google project And they've been working on it, and then they just spun it off into its own company, and it's called Aliria. And this is their quote, hyper-fast, ultra-secure, highly complex communication networks that span land, sea, air, near space, deep space. So high-speed Internet available basically anywhere, anywhere on Earth, anywhere in deep space, space, and how are they going to do it? Now, this is really future tech. You've got to put on your little thinking cap for this. There's two technologies. They're going to be using lasers. Tight beam is the name of it. It's a laser communication system. It's using beams of light. The, the internet's going to be beams of light. Imagine that. Gosh. And it's going to transmit data on those beams of light between base stations, and then over on the other end, you're going to need an endpoint to pick it up. Now, what about that space? Cloud-based software is going to manage it all. So what this really means, not too long from now, where you have, like, more bars, and more places, maybe you don't get a cell phone connection uh, when you're out camping, and now, of course, Apple has their new iOS uh, 16, and then the iPhone 14 in November, you're going to be able to at least text a message by satellite. This is all going to be so passe, kind of like right now when you ask somebody, you know, do you remember that modem sound when you dialed into AOL? Do you remember that bing, (laughs) bing, ching, ching, you know, doing the old handshake? It's kind of what people are going to be talking about with us right now. Do you remember when we had a cable for our internet? It also means we're going to get really fast Wi-Fi and planes and ships, cellular connectivity everywhere, everywhere. But I will tell you there is an upside for Cox Communications having outages at my home for the last 2 weeks. There's a there's a tremendous advantage. There is. There's something something that I've done. I I was actually reading a book. Actually picked up a book. Yep. All right, let's move on to number 4. The Apple is going green. Hmm, you're going to be hearing a lot about Apple when they talk about clean energy charging. What is that? Clean energy charging. That is a fancy pants marketing phrase uh, because what they did is they updated something that they did a few years ago called optimizing battery charging. So basically your phone figures out how often you charge your phone and it limits the battery's charge to roughly 80%. So the whole idea is to optimize your battery's health so it lasts longer and take the strain off of our power grid, get it, clean energy charging. Uh, when the update hits your phone, it's going to be turned on by default. And speaking of futures, later this year, Apple is also going to let us share our photos in the cloud with up to six people. Ooh, one word. Okay, just one word for that. Finally, and also, let's let's see. Number five, last coming in. Uber Eats delivery robot crashed a crime scene. Hmm. In the future, food delivery will not involve a person or a car or a bike. If you live in a great area, you have this little robot. It looks like a box. goes on wheels, and it comes right to, delivers whatever you're looking for, right to your front door. You open your phone or an app, and then you scan it, and then it opens up and says, okay, here's your pizza. Right. The reason why I bring this up is this past week, there was a suspected shooting at a Hollywood high school in the Los Angeles area. As you might imagine, it was a pretty hectic scene. Students, teachers piling out of school, police all around the school, police directing students and parents where to go, what to do. And there was part of a campus that was covered in yellow caution tape. You've seen that. Because it was an actual crime scene. Now, apparently around the same time all this was going on, one of those little food delivering robots on wheels was trying to make an order to someone in the area. So you have to picture this. High school caution tape, robot box on wheels. Somebody's lunch on the inside, keeps hitting the caution tape, boom, backs up, boom, hits the caution tape, back, forth, back, forth. Well, a cameraman sees what's going on, probably from a local news station, and he's like, oh, the robot wants to go through. So he lifts up the caution tape that the police put there, and the little robot goes right into the crime scene, goes right into there. Hmm. Hopefully the robot wasn't charged for interfering with police work. All right. Coming up in this hour, we're going to be talking about some hidden iOS 16 features. We have six signs that your phone has stalkerware. Ooh. If you ever wondered if somebody's stooping on your phone while you're asleep, we've got the way to find out. Oh, Facebook has another message folder that I need to tell you about. We're also going to talk about how to book an airline seat with the most legroom, And we have all of your great phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at 1-888-825-5254 is the way to join us. Just a quick reminder, if you would rather send me your question by email, I read every single one. Just head over to the website with a K, of course. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And in the top right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. Just fill that form out. And then you got it. I get your email. It's that simple. Coming up in just a few moments, how to book that airline seat using the Internet to get the most legroom. And how about we start with Mark in Redding, California? Hello there, Mark. Happy to have you on board with us today. What's going on?
1: Hello, Kim. It's good to talk to you.
0: So, so I can help you out. I
1: have a question for you.
0: I'm using
1: this ancient, archaic uh Device that's called a pen and paper in order to do my budget, and so
0: I'm thinking. Whoa! You wait! Wait! Whoa! 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 Wait! 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 What? Right? So, you're actually you're. I mean, you're not even into a spreadsheet. No, totally. I have a three in
1: three ring binder that's about three inches thick with all my sections in there for my budget, which I go through every few weeks, make sure everything's taken out of the credit card, and. Balance the checkbook and all that. So it's like if we ever have a fire also, or anything, I'm really in trouble.
0: Now so. you also you also know that we have color TV now, right? I do have that. Oh, okay. But all right. That's All right. <laughs> so yeah. so let me ask so you a question though. Be, wait before we talk, be I'm really fast wait, hold on Mark. I'm really fascinated at this. Yeah. So how come you've never moved it even to a spreadsheet?
1: Well, I know that you can use like Excel spreadsheet and stuff, but I've never really got into it. Like, I understood how to use it. So okay. I was like, wow, well, this is just, I know this is good. I know I can just do this and it's correct and it's right, but I wasn't really sure how to use Excel spreadsheet. So,
0: okay. All right. That's
1: why. Yeah. So,
0: what are you looking for now? What do you want to, what would be like the best case scenario for you? So, to me, if I could have a budget like like on a
1: spreadsheet like I do on paper, and then if I go to store XYZ and I buy something right then with my credit card, I could immediately put it in, and it would just subtract it from the total in that category in my budget. And then I wouldn't have to sit there for hours with pen and paper going through all that. And then when I got paid, I could put my checkbook in there or my check sure. in there, and it would put it in the categories it need to be in, and it would just be cleaner and easier.
0: Um, what kind of phone do you have?
1: iPhone 12 right
0: now. Oh, thank goodness. I For some reason, I thought you were going to say an iPhone 4 or 5. I was just <laughs> in there going. Like, oh, it's I'm a like, flip phone that, you know, doesn't have a screen on it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. That's I'm sitting They're going, oh, <laughs> oh, crap. Help me out. Right. Okay. Um, right. Download the Mint app. It's called Mint. Mint? Okay. Yes, Mint. And it's it's mm-hmm. great. It's going to track all your expenses, put them in categories. Uh, you could set limits for these categories, so you know when you're approaching certain limits. And it's you're going to be just like, oh gosh, Kim Commando, you just saved me hours and hours. Again, it's called Mint, M I N T. You can find that in the App Store, also Google Play. Mark, thank you so much for calling. Call me back. Let me know how it's working out for you. How much you're going to love it? I know you will. All right, coming up in just a few moments, six signs that your phone has stalkerware and somebody's tracking every single thing that you do on it. And before we get to all that and more of your phone calls, it's time now for Allie Seligman to join us. Allie is our amazing content queen. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So first of all, happy birthday. Just want to say that happy birthday. Thank you very much. Um, So iOS 16 is here. And... I'll tell you some of the. I know it sounds. Everybody's all excited about the battery percentage back, which I'm like, <laughs> really out of the all the changes. Like, I can finally look at my phone, and instead of just seeing like a half full battery, it'll say fifty two percent. Like,
2: amazing! Welcome like, to twenty twenty two. Yes,
0: I know. It's like, wait, didn't we have that on the iPhone like in two thousand ten? I thought we had that. Now it's back. Yeah, but you're gonna tell us about some secrets, some incredible new things that we can do with our iPhones and iOS 16. So what do you have at number one?
2: Before I get to number one, I want to do a little bonus because I have three really good ones, but this one, just really quick, and you're going to thank me for this later. So Face ID, now you don't have to hold it up to your face, like hold your phone vertically. You can be laying down in bed or on the couch and you can have your phone sideways and Face ID will work now. So next time you're lazy Whoa. in bed,
0: you're welcome. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've ever – I guess
0: that's handy. I'm, I've never really – I'm trying to think what I would like you – know, so you're laying in bed and you need to open
2: your phone. Yeah. And, okay. You just don't have the strength to put your arm up oh, above your face. God. Oh. also that thing where inevitably you drop your phone on your face. We've all done that.
0: Been yeah, it. We yeah. yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. But, you know, it just reminds me of the old joke of like, you know, where a woman's like, I, I can't lift my hands up because of the jewelry, because of the jewelry. <laughs> I just got too <laughs> many
2: diamonds and bracelets on. See, perfect. If your bracelets yes. are too heavy, you don't even have to pick up your phone. That's okay. Right. The, the big one on my list, though, it actually relates to probably the feature that has the most buzz right now, which is the ability to either unsend or edit a message. Yes. Yes. okay the caveats here it only works iphone to iphone so with those iMessages, kim you can't unsend something to me because i have an android so don't even try you're it.
0: like you know i know you're the green bubble gal you are i know
2: i know i am thank you for putting up with my green bubbles i appreciate that about you but one thing i don't think most people know about this unsend it's really easy to find the messages you unsend so they don't actually vanish forever they are saved It's kind of like in your photos where you've got that recently deleted folder. The same thing is true for messages. So if you're just unsending, you know, a typo or something you didn't mean to say, whatever, who cares? But if you are sending messages, you shouldn't. Maybe two people Hmm. you shouldn't. I am not going to get into the details, but, you know, maybe you're, uh, you're doing things you shouldn't do. Those messages are right there on your phone, still saved. Uh, they're there for 30 days. And so anybody who knows where to look could find them. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying.
0: Bad idea. Bad idea. Well, first of all, it's a bad, if you if you need to cheat in a relationship, you should just get out of the relationship or at least you know, <laughs> go to counseling, talk to the person, you know, and if you're in kind of like that weird controlling relationship and you're not even married and, you know, it's, it's I don't know. It's just I've never understood that because I've always been like... If it's not good for me, I'm just out of here. You know. it's, just, <laughs> it's bad. Uh,
2: you know, I, I can't disagree with you there, Kim.
0: But I will tell you one kind of, one time I was I was dating this guy, and I was breaking up with him. Actually, I was breaking up with him because <laughs> I was going to date Barry, okay, who I oh. married. And so, um, so we went to Houston's, and which I think now I think there's still Houston's or something like that. And so it was called Houston's, and so I'm, I, we're sitting there at dinner. I'm like, it's really uncomfortable. I'm like, you know what? His name is David. I said, you know, David, I just, I, I just, this is just not working out for me. You're not working out for me. And he's like, yeah, but it's okay. I mean, I understand if you want to go out with this other guy and I'm, as long as I can, as long as I can go out with you like once a week, I think that would be fine. (laughs) And I looked at him and I said, you know, this is why I'm breaking up with you because, you just, you don't really understand. Um, I don't think you really have emotions. I think you're so wrapped up in tech. I think you've lost your emotions. And he's like, Well, you could teach me emotion. And I'm like, mm. Mm. I said, You know what? I mean, I have to go to the ladies' room. I do. I have to go to the ladies' room. And I got my stuff and I walked out the restaurant. <laughs> I got in my car. Like,
2: <laughs> here I was. I thought that only happened in movies and TV, but you did it. You know,
0: it does. like just, <laughs> boom. I think he texted me or called me afterwards, like, was it something I said? I'm like, oh, come on, please. It was everything you said, David. Okay, so what do you have next? Number two.
2: This one is really cool. Now, you make fun of my green bubbles. There's a lot about iPhones that I make fun of because it's like, yeah, we've had that feature for like three years on Android. Cool. But this one, I actually am pretty jealous of. Live text. Uh, It just got even better. It's not just her photos. It now works in videos, too. So live text, basically, you can select any text that's on the screen. If it's in a screenshot, um, a photo that you took, something that's just up on your screen, you hold down your finger on it, and you can interact with it in all these different ways. So it now works with videos. So say you're watching a YouTube video, and a phone number pops up, you pause the video, you hold your finger down on that text, and you can call the number from right there. It's that got is, some really...
0: It, 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 that is. It's a, it's a really amazing... It's an amazing thing, like I needed to um, for insurance, I needed to send the VIN number of my car to for the Tesla over, and so instead of taking a picture you know and writing down or whatever texting it is that I just I took a picture of the VIN and I highlighted it and put it right in that little form oh, beautiful yeah Life is it's pretty. so much
2: easier, yeah, so if there's an address, you can open up maps right to the address if there's currency, this is really cool if there's currency that's not in dollars, you can. Um, convert it right there. Uh, You can also do languages. So if there's something, maybe in a video you pause it, there's something written in another language, you can translate it to English just by clicking it. It's really cool.
0: Wow. That is something. Now, is this enough for you to put down your pixel and think about going (laughs) to the dark side? No?
2: I think it'll take a lot to get me back. I, I had many iPhones, and then it was just, you know, every year it comes out, it's the same it's a little bigger the camera's a little better but it's the same phone year after year so i just wanted to try something new and i'm happy with the pixel for okay. now all right last on my list is one that i really i'm shocked that this is not getting more attention uh, this is something that we get questions about all the time how do i get rid of all the duplicate photos on my phone it's such a pain right you yes. take you know, a dozen pictures of the same breakfast sandwich, like changed a little bit, but it's all the same. Or if you are sharing stuff to social media, you're going to have those redundant copies because you probably just filtered a little bit, but it saves basically the same photo to your phone. And so you've got a bunch of those. So now you can do this without an extra app, which is really cool. The one caveat, it seems to be limited to just exact matches. So if you've got You know, pictures that are very similar but not exactly the same. It doesn't seem to be catching those, though it seems like that's coming later. Right now, though, you'll find the Exact Masters. You just do it in the Photos app. Uh, There's a new album there called Duplicates. You open that up, you scroll through, and then there's a button that says Merge. It'll keep, this is nice, (laughs) yeah, it'll keep the one that's the best quality. So if there are multiple and one's kind of compressed or not as good, it'll keep the best one for you. Um, super easy. So if you've got a bunch of junk in there, uh, it's definitely worth checking. Just open up your photos, go to albums, and then duplicates.
0: I am super excited about that. I am. Yeah. Because I'm sure I have. Even yesterday, we were out on the boat, and there was this beautiful 100-foot sailboat. It was my. It was massive. Yeah, and then but the sun was setting over the mountains, and we were out on the water. And I took—I didn't take just one picture. I think oh, I of took twelve. Not. <laughs> okay, yeah. so like, why do I need twelve pictures of the same thing? Because it was so beautiful, I didn't want to miss it. Mm, I'm not really sure, but I think we're all guilty of that. So, um, are you going to write all these up for the, on the website? Yeah,
2: we—I am, and we actually have a lot of good articles on iOS 16. So if you've got an iPhone, you updated to iOS 16, go check them out. We'll show you all the best security features. Um, All the best cool stuff you can do, like these tips and lots of other ones that you should try out.
0: Which is just an example of a wealth of information that you have over at commando.com. And, Ellie, you're doing an amazing job. And our traffic to the website, let me tell you, folks, it has doubled over the last year. It has doubled. And so if you haven't – if you're not going to the website, you really need to start just – Making that your first destination every single day, that first destination, head over to commando.com, look at the breaking news, look at the shopping articles, the tips, good things like that, and uh, make sure that you get our newsletters, commando.com slash subscribe because Allie has her, her beautiful hand in all of this stuff. And if you ever want us to cover certain pieces of content, you can just drop me an email through the website, which I know a lot of you have been doing. And I just forward that off to Allie. And so just head over to commando.com and then email Kim. Tell us what you want to know more about or if you have any issues, we'll be happy to write all about it for you. Allie, great job as always. And I hope you have a superb birthday. Thank you, Kim. You got it. Hey, listen, go ahead. let's go ahead and do a great tip. And this week is brought to you by iDrive. All right, we're going to go through this really quickly. But if you, uh, you want to look more into any of this, we have the tip posted over at commando.com. It's actually called Six Signs That Your Phone Has Stalkerware. And Stalkerware is pretty much the most frightening. Uh, it's designed so that somebody can know where you are physically located, everything that you're doing, uh, anything on your phone. And uh, there are some signs that you can, that you should be looking for. Like number one is a surge in data usage. You can check your data usage from prior months. If you notice some sudden spikes in your data, even though you really haven't changed how you're using your phone, you haven't downloaded any apps, you're not uh, watching a lot of videos, is that there could be some spyware there. Number two is you have some unexplained charges, You know, another sure sign is that you have some unsuspected charges on your cell phone bill. It's typically going to appear under an SMS category. You also might be starting to get some pop-ups. You're like, where the heck are these coming from? Maybe you look on your phone and you have apps that you did not install. You're not sure where they came from. And maybe your battery is just draining. Just Every time you turn around, you feel like you have to plug it in. And finally, if the device is overheating. It's just you pick up your phone, it's hot to the touch. Uh, over on the website, we also have the ways that you can prevent it from being installed. So in case you're concerned about stalker, stalkerware on your phone, just go over to commando.com and search for the word stalkerware. Say right where you are. We have more of your phone calls coming up here on The Kim Commando Show. Um, Listen, if you're not already following us on social media, come on, you're missing out. Wherever you hang out, whether it's on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, make sure that you follow us. And don't be ghosting me, especially on Instagram. That's where I post a lot of personal stuff. So wherever you are on social, check it out. Head over to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando or search for Kim Commando in your favorite social media platform, whatever you happen to be using. Let's see back to the phones we go with Dan in Prescott, Arizona. Hi there Dan.
1: Well, hi there Kim. Thanks for taking my call and I'm not worthy.
0: <laughs> okay, perfect. I love that.
1: <laughs> well, my question for you is will an iPad Pro 5th generation with the M1 chip mm-hmm satisfy me as far as Microsoft Office 365 usage? Is it big enough? Is it beefy enough? Uh, or will it be kludgy like Google Docs and Google um, Excel?
0: Well, you know, this is a very personal preference. Uh, and, it's, and they're not cheap. You know, a 12.9 inch iPad Pro starts at 1100 bucks, right? And but uh, and it's a de- it's a decent configuration. Now Apple has something. It, I don't, this Apple has something that you might want to check out, and it's three hundred dollars. Okay, and it's called the Magic Keyboard. And what the Magic Keyboard is, it allows you to take that twelve point nine inch iPad, and pretty much will turn it into a laptop for you. So it has a base for you to. Put the put the iPad on, which is different than these other cheapo bases. I mean, you can buy a base on Amazon for I don't know twenty bucks, right? But this one from Apple is right. a little bit different. Okay, so you put the iPad out there, and then uh, it has a USB-C port on it. Um, it has a cantilever design, so you can attach it magnetically, and then you can just move it any way. But the thing that I like about it. If I was going to use this as a workstation, which it sounds like you're going to be doing it as, is that it has a keyboard and it has a trackpad built in. So the fact that you have a keyboard and trackpad and you have this, I I don't know if it's, I mean, you could just get a regular keyboard case for 40 bucks, But I just think it's something that you might want to look at. And before you buy it, uh, either head to Flag or come down to Phoenix and go to an Apple store. And then I really want you to open up Microsoft Word on an iPad using the magic keyboard in that store and see how it feels. Because I know that when I'm writing a USA Today column, Dan, and I'm trying to crank out work, I want a laptop. I want a nice big screen. And I want to be able to see everything. But, again, this is just its a, it's a personal preference. Technically, can it do everything, Dan? Yeah. It's going, to be, it's going to smoke. It's going to be great. And plus, you have touchscreen, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful world. But I just want to make sure that you are comfortable using Microsoft Word on an iPad. But I think you will be if you look at the different bases, and especially just go to the Apple Store and try that magic keyboard. I think you might, especially if you're going to be using, like you said, as a production machine, I think you're really going to like it. And thank you so much for your call. Stay right where you are. We have more coming up. All right, so you're asleep. Are you wondering if someone's actually looking on your phone? What you can do is look at how much screen time that you've racked up and how many times a day that you've unlocked your phone. That's a big clue right now. There's a screen time report and that'll tell you when you were on your phone, when you aren't on your phone. You also check your phone's browser history. If you use Google Chrome, you can actually see your web history from another device. So even if it was wiped out on the phone, your history might be recorded elsewhere. And always change your phone's password if you're worried. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.